Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Wild Manifestations podcast. If you don't already know me, I'm your host. I'm Heather Ione. I am a spiritual life coach and manifestation mentor, as I call it, from St. Petersburg, Florida. And in this podcast, I talk all about, you know, how do we manifest our dream life? How do we overcome the limiting beliefs, the mental blocks that prevent us from manifesting the life that we want? What are lifestyle and wellness practices that we can incorporate to raise our vibration? How do we step into our highest self and become the deliberate creator of our own life? So I talk all about that kind of stuff. I talk about wellness. I talk about spirituality and of course, manifestation. And in the last couple episodes, I shared my journey with the law of attraction. And I also shared how I was able to manifest every single thing that I wanted into my physical experience. So I talked about how I was able to manifest, you know, my dream car and a large amount of money and my boyfriend and our puppy and our home together and a move to Florida and, you know, epic travel and all these kinds of things. But I wanted to create a different episode that really talked about the lessons that I learned along the way, because here's the thing. I first learned about the law of attraction back when I was in middle school. And at the time, I did not know that there were books out there on this subject. I thought that this was a brand new topic. I did not know where to turn to for advice. So I was just looking at different YouTube videos and stuff like that for help with the law of attraction. And I just constantly found the same basic information over and over and over, which was stuff like create a vision board, have a gratitude practice, visualize your dream life. You know, it was all the same stuff on a loop. And I think because of that, I really didn't have success with the law of attraction because I wasn't really learning about it on a deeper level. I wasn't understanding the blocks that could happen that can prevent me from manifesting the life that I wanted. I didn't really understand the different ways that it would play out. I didn't understand how to let go of the how, like all of these things. So in the past six years, I've been wildly successful with the law of attraction, and I had to learn a lot of these lessons on my own. So I wrote a list of all of the lessons that I think are so crucial to learning how to manifest successfully in learning how to really become a master of the law of attraction and a master manifester. So there's a huge list here, but I'm only going to be sharing five of them in this episode. And I'm going to be recording more episodes later on about this because I don't want to give you all of the tips at once or else this would be like three, four hours long, something like that. No one has time for that. I don't have time for that. So in this episode, I'm just going to be talking about the first five. And then the more I go along throughout this little series that I'm doing, you're going to be learning even more little tips and tricks and things that you just did not know about the law of attraction before. So I'm going to be sharing the first five with you today. I really hope that this helps. And if you are listening to this podcast right now, I would love it if you would reach out to me on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening. Maybe do a screenshot or something like that in your stories. If you have any comments, questions, if you've had any success with the law of attraction, I would love to hear about it. And if you have any content ideas or questions for me about the topics that I talk about in this podcast, please reach out to me on Instagram. My Instagram is heather.ione, I-O-N-E. And I really want to make this a podcast, you know, a platform where I can share with you the different tools and the insights that you need in order to be successful. So hearing your feedback would be so, so helpful because then I can better help you too. But anyways, let's get into the podcast.
So lesson number one that I want to share with you, if you want to be successful with the law of attraction, one, you have to learn how to let go of the how of it all. Now, I know that this is something that people say over and over and over again, and hearing that advice was not very helpful for me. So I'm going to phrase it in a slightly different way. So I think it'll help this message stick a little bit more. So think about this lesson, like you can call it, you know, let go of the how, or you can call it something else. But the way I'm going to phrase it, the way I'm going to explain this is that every single thing that I was able to manifest into my physical reality did not happen in a way that I could have expected it. And that's going to happen for you too. Every single thing that you manifest in your life, you will have absolutely no idea of how that thing is going to come into your life. You will not be able to predict how that thing will come into your life in a million years. You can try and try and try again, but it's not going to work. So when you think about it like that, you realize like, oh, There's no possible way I'm going to be able to predict how this is going to come to me. So I might as well stop stressing about the how anyways, because otherwise you're kind of just shooting yourself in the foot and you're never going to be able to figure it out because you are not going to be able to outsmart the universe and figure out how it's going to happen and how that thing is going to come into your life. So this helped me learn how to let go of the how because I realized that nothing I received came in a way that I would have predicted it. So for example, you know, my trip to Costa Rica, I talked about how in my story, that was one of the huge things that I wanted to manifest in my life. I wanted to go to Costa Rica so badly and I wanted to swim under the waterfall La Fortuna. And I could have never predicted in a million years that what would have happened in order for me to manifest this into my reality is that I was going to move to Florida, meet my future boyfriend, and his parents would gift us that trip as a graduation present. And like we would end up going over spring break. I would have never been able to predict that in a million years because I had no idea that I was going to be moving to Florida. I didn't know that my boyfriend existed, my future boyfriend. I didn't know that his family like existed out there. You know, these were people that had never come into my reality before. So I would have never been able to predict that. And I remember swimming under the waterfall La Fortuna now, and I was just so shocked and so blown away. And it was just such a surreal moment because I was like, oh my God, I'm here. It actually happened. And I had no idea that this was ever going to come to me in this way. That trip that we ended up receiving, Matt's parents actually planned that trip for themselves and then decided that they didn't want to go. And then they ended up taking that trip that they had already planned with a travel agent, recreating it, and then sending us there as our graduation present. So that is not something I would have ever been able to foresee coming into my experience. Another example of this was this past year at the very beginning of the year, end of 2019, I was not really in the practice of manifesting anymore because I got so caught up in my business and the blog and all of the little things, you know, that happens when you're trying to start a business. So I was kind of out of practice with it. And I was like, you know what? I just need something that I manifest into my reality, like something small that just sort of like reestablishes my faith in the law of attraction, kind of helps like dust me off a little bit and get back in the manifestation game, right? So I decided that I wanted to manifest $5,000 and I would go into this visualization practice every single night and make these little vision boards and stuff with, I would design these little graphics of me holding checks and all of the amounts would add up to $5,000. And I designed graphics where I took a screenshot of my bank account and then put a plus $500 in my checking account. And I would visualize myself receiving this $5,000, holding these 
checks in my hand and standing in front of Chase Bank and looking at the bank and I would be about to walk in and I would feel the paper of the checks in my hand. I would be able to see my name on them. I remember like I would visualize feeling like the cool handle as I grabbed the door handle to go into the bank and pulled it open, I would visualize myself like walking up to the teller and having a little conversation as she was cashing these checks for me. And I would do this every day. And I did it for uh, a couple weeks, I would say a little bit less than a month. And then what ended up happening was over Christmas, I went to my parents' house to celebrate. And all of a sudden, I'm sitting there with my mom and she's like, hey, by the way, you have all of these savings bonds that I think my grandpa took out for me, um, that like grandpa took out for you when you were a little kid. And I think that they're like mature now. You can take them to the bank and get money back from them. And I was like, yeah, sure. Like I knew I'd heard about them like in the past. And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Might as well do it. And I took them back home. I didn't even realize how much they were because I didn't realize how much they had matured and gone up since then. It didn't really say. So I didn't know how much I was going to get back. And then I ended up going to the bank. I went to that Chase Bank holding these bonds in my hands. And I sat, I stood there and I talked to the teller for a while and she cashed all of these for me. It took me some time. And then eventually I got my um, little deposit statement back and it was just about $5,000. It was like a little bit over or something like that. And here's the thing, I actually didn't even realize that I manifested that $5,000 until in January, I was actually hosting my very first manifestation event where I was teaching people about my visualization practice. And one of the points that I was making is that things that come to you will happen in a way you would never expect them to. And as I was writing my notes for this event, all of a sudden I had this light bulb moment where I was like, oh my gosh, I manifested that $5,000 and I had no idea that I even did because it came to me in a slightly different way. I thought I was going to receive this money through checks, but that ended up coming into my physical reality through these savings bonds that had been in my mom's bedroom or something like that ever since I was a kid. So I had no idea that it would end up coming to me in that way. Um, another example is that I saw myself in these visualization meditations I would do when I was 19 years old, when I was trying to create my dream life, I would see myself regularly shooting with a photographer for this blog, a blog that I didn't even have yet, didn't even exist yet, but I knew I wanted to have a blog. I knew I wanted to have a website and I would see myself regularly shooting with this photographer and coming up with different concepts and doing lifestyle photo shoots and all of this stuff. And then what ended up happening was I ended up moving to Florida and I started modeling in the St. Augustine and Jacksonville area. And I met this photographer named Alan and I would regularly shoot with him. We would come up with some creative concepts together and stuff like that. And we became friends. And after a while, Matt and I decided to move to St. Pete after we graduated college. So I moved there. And then it was because of Alan that I got in touch with his really close friend growing up. His name was Ray. And Ray ended up getting coffee with me. And he's like, oh, my God, I love your blog. I love everything you stand for. I want to shoot for you. I want to be your photographer. I want to help you grow this. I want to be your mentor. I know what it's like to be like young and struggling and like trying to create your dream career. I just want to be there for you. I just want to support you. I want to help you with this. Like we can meet up regularly and come up with concepts together and, you know, shoot whenever you want to. And I was so blown away at how it happened because I would have never been able to predict that at 19 years old, I wouldn't have been able to predict how it was possible that I would be shooting with this photographer years later, who I ended up meeting from a different photographer who I hadn't even met yet, you know? So this is the point. You will never ever in a million years be able to figure out how those things that you want are going to come into your reality because they will involve events and people 
that you have not experienced yet, that you are not even aware of yet. So I really hope that through learning that, you can learn to let go of the how and sort of realize, oh, it really doesn't matter, you know, whether or not I stress out about this because I'll never be able to figure it out anyways. So that's kind of a little tweak and a little way that I like to phrase it and teach people so that they can help let go of the how because I know that is the biggest thing that holds people back when they're trying to manifest. They just cannot see how it is even possible. But the thing is, you will not be able to see it. Which brings me to lesson number two. So lesson number two is the how is the domain of the universe. So I'm sure you are very familiar with this quote. If you have watched the documentary, The Secret, that was one of my favorite quotes of the documentary. And the point of this lesson that I want you to know is that the universe or God or source or the higher power, whatever you choose to call it, it is all the same thing. The universe is literally all seeing and all knowing. The universe and God is all seeing and all knowing. So it knows exactly how to bring everything that you want into your physical experience. It will literally synchronize and harmonize the outside world. It will synchronize and harmonize events and people and different things that happen without you even realizing it to bring that thing into your physical experience. It knows the exact way to harmonize the physical world to bring that thing towards you. So Here's another way that I help people sort of let go of the how is by reminding them that God is very powerful. The universe is very powerful. And if you believe that God created this physical world, then you know that he is all powerful and all seeing, right? So do you really think that you could outsmart God or the universe and figure this thing out? We really can't. Like we just cannot see what the higher power can see. So we have to learn to let go of that control because there's no way we can figure that out. There's no way we can figure out those people that exist in a different state who we hadn't where we hadn't moved to, who we hadn't met yet. There's no way we can figure that out. Another way that I like to teach people about this, to help them let go of that need to control and figure out the how, is I want you to sit there right now and just think to yourself, have you ever had a boss that has been super controlling and would micromanage you and you got hired for this job, right? And you would be trying to do your job and no matter what you did, the manager or whoever it was would stand over your shoulder and try and do the work for you and criticize everything that was happening and like take the computer out of your hands and start typing and doing your work for you because they couldn't release control. And then you were just sitting there wondering like, why did you even hire me? You hired me to do this job and now you're doing the job that you're paying me X amount of money to do every week, you know, have you ever had a boss like that? Or have you ever had a nanny job? I like, I know I've had nanny jobs like this where I would show up to the person's house and the mom would pay me to be there. And I would watch her hold the baby, feed the baby, change the baby because she was so terrified to let go of control and hand the baby over to me. So think about it like that, right? That is what is happening when you choose to try and figure out the how and you try and take control of the how because that is not your job. That is the universe's job. When you are trying to figure out the how for the higher power, for the universe, instead of releasing control, you're doing the same thing that your manager did to you. You're doing the same thing that the moms that you would babysit for did to you, right? You're not releasing control because your job is to do the visualization practices, the meditations, the vision boarding, the gratitude practices, whatever it may be that you are using as a tool to manifest. Your job is to do that stuff, and then it's the universe's job to figure out the how. So you are really not putting your trust in the universe at that point and trying to take the job of the universe away from it, and it does not work out well because when you try and do that, 
obviously, you know what happens. You never get the thing that you're trying to manifest into your physical reality. So I really hope that these first two lessons help you to release the how a little bit more. I'm going to be talking about this a little bit more in future episodes too, because I know that this is a super important point that people really struggle with. And I need you to be able to learn how to let go of the how before you can learn all of the other things that I'm going to teach you too. Otherwise, what I try and teach you is pointless because you haven't really surrendered yet, right? So an example for me was, you know, how the universe completely synchronized that trip to Costa Rica, right? So that was an example of how it worked in my life. And I promise you, if you can release that how, if you can release that control, if you can trust that the universe, that the how is the domain of the universe and that the how is the job of the universe and how these things that you manifest into your reality will never, ever, ever come to you in the way that you can expect. Then you can learn to let go of that how, and then you can have just wild success with manifesting whatever it is that you want. So the third lesson that I want to go over today that I really had to learn in order to start manifesting with more success And that is number three, there will often be a detail or two details that are slightly different than you would have expected it, right? So that is why a lot of times you might actually manifest something into your reality without even realizing that you manifested that thing because it came to you in a slightly different way. There was a detail that was slightly different. So a lot of times, even though something shows up in your physical reality, it won't be quote, perfect or exactly the same to where it immediately registers in your mind, oh my gosh, I've manifested this thing. So that is something that you really want to look out for when you are manifesting because you might be manifesting things without realizing it and then you're doubting that it actually works and you're questioning the law of attraction. You're not having faith in it. So it's really important to understand that things will come into your life, but it's going to come to you slightly different sometimes, right? right? So I have a couple different examples of this. So I talked about in the last couple episodes how I was trying to manifest my dream car back when I was 19 years old. And at the time it was a hard top Jeep Wrangler. But what I didn't tell you is that it was a white hard top Jeep Wrangler. And the Jeep Wrangler that I ended up manifesting into my life was silver. So it was slightly different, right? but I didn't care because I it wasn't just about the color of the Jeep, right? I still was able to manifest the exact car that I wanted. So it still came into my life, even though it was just a slightly different color, right? So that I could totally live with. Another example of this is that another thing I was trying to manifest back when I was 19 years old was I was trying to manifest a Range Rover. And for whatever reason, I would never see myself driving this Range Rover I was just trying to manifest there being a white Range Rover in the garage (laughs) and I would never visualize myself like having it or driving it or anything like that. I would just always imagine walking past it in the garage and seeing it every single day and like pretending that I was going into the garage to pick up something, to get something from the garage and then I would walk past this white Range Rover. And this happened all the time. I would always think about it in my visualizations as if it was an option or something like that. Like I just wanted there to be a Range Rover there. I don't know. Because whenever I was doing my visualizations, I would imagine myself driving the Jeep. And then when I ended up moving to Florida with my family, my mom ended up getting a white Land Rover. And it sat in our driveway or it sat in our garage. And that visualization that I had constantly ended up coming true because I would go into the garage to get something and then I would see this white Land Rover there every single day. So it was slightly different. It was a Land Rover, not a Range Rover, but it still like ended up coming true even though it wasn't exactly the same car that I imagined. Another example of this is that when I was 19 years old, I was trying to manifest a golden doodle. I wanted to have a golden doodle puppy. I wanted to play with it. I would just imagine myself being in Florida and playing with this golden doodle puppy outside. That was a visualization that I had. And I would see myself having this, playing with this puppy all the time. And I wouldn't see myself like 
taking care of it necessarily. I would just imagine myself playing with this puppy and being super happy and being outside and seeing the palm trees and all that kind of stuff, right? And when I moved to Florida, I ended up starting to pet sit for my mom's friends and they just got a golden doodle puppy. So I would watch this puppy for like five days or a week or something like that. And I would just hang out with this puppy and play with it all the time in their backyard. So that ended up coming true again, But I would have thought that I was going to be like the owner of this puppy, but that's not exactly how it worked out. I ended up getting it from pet sitting and just going over to that person's house all the time. So these are examples of how details might be slightly different. And sometimes just because you want something, just because you want to experience something does not mean that it's going to be yours. Sometimes you will still be able to experience things like playing with that puppy and seeing that Land Rover, whatever it may be, even though it's not necessarily yours, these things will still be attracted to you. They'll still come into your reality. So you'll still notice that you're surrounded by them. I hope that makes sense. But the point is that there will usually be a detail or two details or something just slightly different. So you really have to keep your eye out. And Here's another example of why I really wish I would have kept a journal of all of the things that I've been able to manifest in my life because there are so many things like that that I have manifested that weren't exactly my possessions, but I was still surrounded by and I still was able to experience. And there were little things like that where there might have been a detail or two slightly different. So they don't stick out in my mind as much as like attracting the dream car or the house house or my puppy or something like that, right? I remember those really big things. Those really jump out at me the most, but I really wish I would have kept a journal where I just wrote down like dates and you know, said like, this is what I manifested because then it would help remind me of all of the things that I manifested. I wouldn't forget about them and it would constantly give me faith in the law of attraction and constantly provide me with that proof that it ended up happening. So Please, if you're listening to this right now, get yourself a little journal and just devote that journal to your manifestation journal and decide right now, okay, every single time something comes true, I'm going to write it down. Even if it's as simple as a cup of coffee or a parking spot or a conversation with somebody or a blog collaboration or even just the tiniest things, sometimes the tiny things actually give us more faith when we manifest them into our lives than the bigger things because it's little things that happen on a more regular basis. So it just constantly gives you that faith and that like little encouragement. And maybe sometimes the bigger things feel like they're a little bit harder to obtain. So having that journal and having those, you know, different things to reference, seeing all the different dates of when you manifested things could be super helpful. So that is just a little tangent. But anyways, I'm going to move on to number four right now. The fourth lesson that I learned throughout all of this that I just think is so crucial to your success with the law of attraction is that the universe is going to give you things in divine timing as you are ready to receive them. And this is a really hard lesson for people to grasp. And I have a difficult time getting people to understand this because a lot of times they look around and they wonder, why haven't I manifested this? Why haven't I manifested this? And it's really hard to tell people like it's going to come to you when it is right. Maybe it's just not right right now. So oftentimes the universe doesn't give you what you want because you haven't learned an important lesson. You haven't had a life experience that you need to have, or you're not in the right frame of mind, or you're not in the right chapter of your life to receive the thing that you want. So looking back at when I was 19 years old, I wanted so badly to be a business owner and a blogger and be earning millions of dollars back then, right? I wanted all of that stuff to happen right then, and I would have killed for it to happen right then. I'm sure I would have. But it 
couldn't happen then because I wasn't ready for it. And now I'm so glad that I was not able to manifest every single thing that I wanted into my life overnight because I was not ready for it when I was 19 years old. I was not emotionally mature enough to handle it. I was not mentally mature enough. I hadn't discovered my soul's purpose yet, which was a huge, important, crucial step for me. I hadn't learned lessons in my life that I needed to learn. And I wasn't ready to receive the information that I actually needed to receive to become successful. I was not ready to take on that information. I was not ready to learn certain things because I still had to learn all of these other lessons to kind of get me to the right point. So now I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, I do want to expand my business. I do want this to happen. I'm actively learning and I feel like I am in more alignment with those things. But if the universe would have thrown all of these things at me overnight and said like, all right, have at it. Like, enjoy your business. Enjoy Florida. Enjoy your soulmate. I would have been like overwhelmed. It would have been way too much. And I just would not have been ready for it on all these different levels. I mean, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, I could not have been able to do it. It would not have been right. I had to learn all of these different life lessons. I had to learn about myself. I had to go through deep self-discovery. I had to go through spiritual growth and involvement. And I had to take this path towards like starting in business school and then transferring into advertising and then transferring into PR. And that led me to communications and my passion for doing this kind of work. And it led me to, you know, finally creating that blog and getting the courage to do it and all this kind of stuff. I had to take all those little detours. I had to, I really had to allow myself to take this path of personal growth and involvement and go on the self-discovery path. Otherwise, me having manifested those things into my reality it really wouldn't have been worth it. Honestly, it really wouldn't have. So I want to give you a little bit of an example of how the universe gives you things in divine timing. So here's an example from my life. So back when I first moved to Florida, I took some time off of dating because I got out of that toxic relationship and I just felt like I needed to just enjoy Florida, be myself, relax, like learn about who I was outside of a relationship and just like enjoy this new city and this new lifestyle and all that kind of stuff. So I didn't date for a a long time. And then after a while I decided, okay, I'm ready to date. I'm ready to be in a relationship again. And I started actively trying to be in a relationship And what ended up happening was that I met one guy after another and I would become like infatuated with this person and we would casually date for like two months and we would go on dates every single week and then all of a sudden after like the two month mark, they would be like, oh, I really like you but I'm still in love with my ex-girlfriend or oh, I really like you but I'm just, I'm not looking for anything serious right now or I really like you, but you know, blah, 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 blah. Like I'm trying to focus on work or like there was always, there was always something. I mean, I'm sure you guys have been through that too before. So this happened to me four times in a row where I would just fall like super infatuated with somebody and then, you know, think that we were going to be in a relationship because they led me on to think that we were going to be in a relationship. And then they would give me this whole talk like, oh, well, you know, I'm just not looking for that right now. So that happened to me four times in a row, I think. And finally, I was so aggravated. I was so frustrated because I had like gotten my heart broken four times in a row that I was like, I just can't take this anymore. I'm sick of it. And I went out with this group of girls who I'd never hung out with before. And it was the very end of the semester, like last day of the semester. Summer was just starting. We had just finished our finals and stuff like that. And I went out with this group of girls I'd never hung out with before And I told them, like, I reached my breaking point, you know, and I told them I made a sweeping declaration to them that I was not going to be dating anymore. 
I like had this mental shift after it happened the fourth time that I was like, I don't actually need this. I am not broken. I do not need another person to complete me. I am perfect just as I am. I am whole. I am not a broken half of a person that needs to be completed with a boyfriend. That's not how it works. Like, when it's meant to be, it'll be, I decided, I literally told everyone, I was like, I am not dating anymore. I do not need another person to complete me. I am waiting until I'm 25 years old, graduated from college, you know, have my own place, have my own dog. I'm financially supporting myself and all this stuff. Like I am not going to approach dating again until I am in my mid twenties because I do not care anymore. I am fine just as I am. And it really was this crazy moment for me because I felt that shift. I mean, I felt it in every single cell of my body that I was not broken and I was content you know, being single and I was happy with who I was and I did not need to seek out a man anymore. I just didn't need it. So I made that mental shift and I made this sweeping declaration to all of the girls. And all of a sudden we start, you know, going out to these bars and stuff and we wind up at this bar called No Name Bar in St. Augustine that night, just hours after the sweeping declaration that I made. And all of a sudden I meet Matt and that shift was necessary to happen. That had to happen. As soon as I vocalized that, as soon as I made that internal shift, the universe was like, oh, good for you, Heather. You figured it out. You learned your lesson. And that night, Matt came into my life. At a, you know, with a group of people I had never hung out with before at a bar I never, ever, ever went to. You know, it was like at a time I never stayed out past, you know, like super middle of the night. And I just ended up meeting him so randomly by this like funny little series of events. So it was just hysterical how it happened. And it all happened because I learned that I was complete on my own. And it's really funny because after we started casually dating, I told him like, he wanted to be in a relationship with me. And I was like, no, like I can't do it. I, I decided that I was whole on my own. I didn't need another person. You know, I had this like epiphany. I'm so proud of myself. I can't just get into a relationship right now. I told myself I'd wait until I'm 25. (laughs) So I like really struggled with us dating for a while. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do it because I didn't want to like break my promise to myself, you know? But finally, after a while, I was like, okay, this is meant to be. And we started dating. I asked him to be my boyfriend at the top of the lighthouse in St. Augustine, Florida. And I asked him to be my boyfriend. It was June 12th. So we just had our three-year anniversary like last week. So that was just another example of how things work in divine timing. I had to learn that lesson before I was able to bring Matt into my life. And there are going to be things that you are not able to bring into your life because you haven't learned a very important lesson. Sometimes from working with people, I can figure out what that lesson is, but not all the time. Because a lot of times, like even if I know what that lesson is, You can't just hear it from another person. You have to actually make that shift yourself. You have to be ready for it. You have to be willing for it. And you have to take responsibility for your life. So that's how Matt came into my life and all of these other things that I've been able to manifest into my life. And that's why I talked about in the last couple episodes that every three to six months, I manifest something new into my life. And I always manifest them after I've learned an important lesson and when I am actually ready to receive it. So thank God that all of this didn't happen at once. And thank God things happen in the right order. They come to you at the right time. So if you haven't received something, please know that it's on the way. Don't stress out about it. And you're going to be so happy whenever it does come into your reality, you're going to be like, oh, wow, that makes sense. I needed that to happen. I needed to wait. I needed to you know, learn that lesson. It just wasn't the right time. As much as I wanted it back then, thank God I was not able to to manifest that right away when I was 19 years old or whatever it may be. 
So the fifth and final lesson that I want to share with you today that's going to help you have success with the law of attraction, if you can embody it, if you can remember this, it's going to help you. I promise you, I'm going to share with you the fifth one right now, but I am going to be coming out with a couple more podcast episodes going over the other lessons too, because, you know, like I said, if I told you all of them right now, this podcast episode would be hours long. It'd be too hard to get through. So make sure you stay tuned for that. But the fifth and final lesson I'm going to share with you today is that my little random doubts that appeared throughout this process when it came to manifestation and stuff like that, it did not undo all of my work with manifestation. I think that there is this belief. Well, I shouldn't say I think. I know there is this belief People seem to think that if they are super devoted to their manifestation practice, right, they're doing their visualizations every single night, they're doing a gratitude practice or whatever it may be, they think that if one day they start to have doubts, they have completely undone all of the work that they've done in manifesting the life that they want. They think that a single doubt has the power to override Everything that they've done, everything that they've worked for, every visualization that they've had, every positive vibe they've put out to the universe, they think that one single doubt has the potential to crush all of that. And they're like, well, now it's definitely not coming. I might as well not even try, right? So they like don't learn from that and they don't be like, okay, I had some doubts. They don't move on and start their manifestation practice again. They just take it as like, it's done. I ruined it, right? (laughs) Which is... So not the case. So occasionally I had doubts pop up into my mind when I was trying to manifest all of these things. I mean, of course I have. It is 110% natural to have doubts about these things, right? It is going to happen. I promise you that you're going to have doubts about this stuff. I promise you it's going to happen. And I promise you that it is okay because every single person has doubts from time to time. Even I have doubts about manifestation or about something that I want to specifically manifest from time to time. It's normal. Even though I have been practicing this for six years, of course I have days where I doubt myself and I doubt my potential and my capability of using the law of attraction because I'm human. So the important thing to do though is to not let it convince you that because you had some doubt, it's not going to happen. Of course, if you have gone through like a long spell where you really 100% doubted that you would receive something, you completely doubted manifestation entirely, and this went on, you know, weeks or months or something like that, then you have to start all over again, right? And you have to address that and get over those doubts, and you might feel like you have to start from scratch. So if you're in one of those spells where, you know, you've been doubting manifestation for like a year or two, then obviously you probably undid the things that you were trying to manifest a couple years ago. But if you just have occasional doubts pop pop into your head from time to time, if you just have like an off day or an off week, like even an off month, that's okay. Because I mean, I have suffered from anxiety and depression. I've gone through so many different ruts and moments of depression in my life and moments where I doubted myself and yet I still was able to find success in manifestation because all of those things, just because you feel like crap for a little bit, just because you have some doubt, it doesn't mean that your manifestations are not coming true. It just means that you're human and you have to forgive yourself and be like, okay, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to move on, right? In the book Super Attractor by Gabrielle Bernstein, she talks about the choose again method where basically you just have three steps where you just, you recognize that you sort of detoured and you were having doubts or you were having negativity or you were feeling like crap and you weren't thinking in a very high vibe state of mind. You recognize that you forgive yourself and then you choose again, you choose a different thought. So that's what you want to do if you're having doubts, if you're having a bad day, if you're out of alignment, whatever it may be, all you have to do is literally recognize that you are, be like, oh, okay, that's interesting. I forgive myself. I'm human. And then you choose again with a different thought. 
and you start over again. And by doing that, you just sort of like gently nudge yourself back in the right direction. But it's not going to undo all of the work that you've done. I promise you what is going to undo the work that you've done is if all of a sudden you realize like, oh my gosh, I screwed up. And then you just let yourself feel horrible and then you feel guilt and you feel shame and you convince yourself over and over and over again, okay, now it is really not going to happen for me. You know, if you let yourself go down the spiral, then you might start to undo the work that you've done. But I mean, I mean, I talked about how I did that intense like four month period of like really obsessing about the law of attraction back when I was 19 years old. And let me tell you, I've had a lot of, you know, depression spells and ruts and anxiety and fears and self-doubt since then. I really have. In those six years, oh my gosh, so much has happened. I've had some really bad days and some really bad months, let me tell you. And yet here I am sitting in my home having manifested everything that I wanted. Okay. So it can still work. You guys, if you have a random doubts, if you fall out of alignment, if you feel crappy from time to time, it's okay. By doing that, it's not going to undo everything that you've worked hard for. All you have to do is use that little choose again method, recognize that you've slipped, forgive yourself for slipping because you're human and it's going to happen. And then choose again, choose a higher vibration thought, choose to refocus on what you want to manifest into your life, choose to have faith, choose to be more positive, whatever it may be, choose to feel more abundant. And you just sort of bring yourself back like that all the time, whenever you notice you're slipping. And because you're human, that's probably going to happen every single day, a couple times a day, right? You're going to have to use this choose again method for the rest of your life because none of us are perfect. So That is the last lesson that I want to share with you today. The last lesson that I think is so important to learn if you want to have success with the law of attraction, because these were things that I had to learn on my own through trial and error. But as soon as I learned them, it felt like manifestation was so much easier. So if you can just start to embody these lessons one at a time, I promise you that this is going to help you with your manifestation practice. It's going to go so much smoother. I'm just going to recap just in case you forgot what I said because you got like absorbed in the last point or something that I made. So the five lessons that I shared today is one, let go of the how which I also explained how you can think about this as every single thing that you manifest into your experience, you will never be able to predict how it happened. So that was the first lesson and the way that I kind of wanted you to shift and reframe your thoughts on how to let go of the how. Just recognize that no matter what comes into your life, no matter what you manifest, you're never going to be able to predict how it happens. The second one is that the how is the domain of the universe. The universe or God or whatever you want to call it is all seeing and all knowing. It knows how to synchronize and harmonize the outside world perfectly. So you can release the how because you cannot outsmart the universe (laughs) and figure out these things for the universe. That is the universe's job to figure out. Your job is to focus on your manifestation practice and the universe's job is to figure out the how and harmonize everything for you in your physical reality. The third lesson is that when you do start to manifest these things into your life, there will often be a detail or two different, right? There will be things that are slightly different. And you might find that you are manifesting things that you wanted into your life, but just in a different way. Sometimes you'll manifest things where, you know, they'll be in your life, but someone else will be the owner of them. Kind of like how I was using the example of the Land Rover and the example of the Golden Doodle Puppy. So things will come into your life, but they won't happen exactly the way you thought they would, exactly, you know, the way you thought they would look like in your visualizations. So it's important to recognize that too, because oftentimes I notice that people manifest, but they don't realize that they have manifested something because details are different. So it doesn't automatically jump out into their minds the way that they thought it would. 
The fourth lesson that I wanted to share with you today is that the universe gives you things in divine timing as you are ready to receive them. So if you haven't manifested something, a lot of times it's because you are just not in the right frame of mind. You're not ready for it. Maybe you're not mentally or emotionally mature enough for it. Maybe you still have to evolve spiritually a little bit more. There's some important lesson that you have to embody before you can manifest this. Otherwise, you know, maybe you might not be ready for it. You might not appreciate it, whatever it may be. There's all sorts of different reasons for this. So just know that everything is going to happen in divine timing. And the last lesson that I shared with you today, number five, is that if you have random doubts about the law of attraction, that is completely normal and it is completely okay. It is not going to undo all of the work that you have done in trying to manifest your dream life. I promise you, I guarantee you, it does not happen that quick. All of those positive emotions All of that work you did in manifestation, all of those visualizations are so powerful that just having an off day or even an off week where you're having doubts about it or you're having doubts about yourself or you're not in alignment, it's not going to undo all of the work that you've done in the past. I promise you. So just remember to, if that happens, use the choose again method that I talked about from Gabrielle Bernstein. Recognize that you have slipped a little bit forgive yourself for that because you are human. And then finally, choose again, choose a different thought, reach for a higher feeling emotion, a higher vibration emotion, reach for your visualization, reach for faith, whatever it may be. So I hope this podcast episode helped you and started to enlighten you about the law of attraction and manifestation a little bit more. And maybe my hope is that through learning this content, you will be able to make those little subtle shifts in your mindset. And it's going to be easier for you to use manifestation. So So please reach out to me if you have any questions about this. You can find me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at heather.ione, I-O-N-E. You can also shoot me an email. My email is heather at heatherion.com. You can always reach out to me with questions or comments or ideas for content that you want to hear on this podcast. And if you are feeling the call, you can also reach out to me for one-on-one coaching. I just released a new three-month-long coaching container called the New Beginnings Program, and I'm offering that to anyone who is interested, who is ready to start taking a deep dive into these things and integrating different lifestyle and wellness practices and mindset hacks and all of the things that can help you create the life that you want, that can help you step into your power, that can help you fulfill your life's purpose, all of that kind of stuff. Whatever changes you want to make in your life, I'm here for you. I'm here to support you and help integrate changes one step at a time so that we're kind of moving the needle forward and helping you become the deliberate creator of your life. So anyways, remember to connect with me on Instagram with questions. Send me an email if you need to, and you can also always at any point reach out to me for one-on-one coaching. But that is it for today's podcast episode. I hope you found this helpful and I will talk to you in the next episode. 